Welcome to THC Podcast, also known as the Heart Chakra Podcast, where I manifest that pink and green energy and uh, discuss matters of the heart and the relationship element of life. I'm the host, JTR, recording live from the Midwest of America, Columbus, Ohio to be exact. And this episode is about maintenance sex. I had never heard of this term before until recently. I just randomly Googled while I was driving. Don't text while you drive. But um, my eyes were primarily on the road. <laughs> I was driving through the neighborhood. It wasn't like I was on the um, highway. But that doesn't make it any better because you shouldn't be texting while you're driving. So anyway, back to what I was saying. A thought came to my mind and I was wondering how important is sex when it comes to marriage? I, I hear it all the time. I think it's important, but when you think about all the nuances and things that come along with the marriage or a relationship, I'm thinking, man, how important is sex? Because people divorce and break up because someone had sex with someone else outside the relationship or marriage. Uh, so they, I mean, I feel like a lot of times people hold sex to a very high pedestal. Um, sometimes people will break up with you or stop talking to you if you say, hey, I'm not having sex until I'm married. I'm I'm celibate until I get married. Um, some people want it right now. If the sex is whack, that's probably cause of breaking up with somebody as well. Um, if the sex is great, that can help people overlook a lot of things uh, in terms of problems that you have. Like, damn, at least the dick is good or damn it, the pussy is fire. I, I can't stop messing with shorty or whatever. So um, I think a lot of times in society we hold sex to a very high pedestal, and sometimes I think it's justifiable. Other times I'm I'm not sure because when you think about everything that goes along into a relationship or a marriage, or even you know parenting, it's just like we didn't have sex this week or we didn't have sex today. Is the relationship going to necessarily fall apart? No, because I had to make sure these bills were paid. I had to make sure my child or our child was fed or. So many other things sometimes um, people bring work home and they end up working to the wee hours of the morning. And sometimes you just feel drained and you just don't really know. Sometimes I, qu- I question sometimes like, damn, how important is it? Sometimes even if I have, you know, a partner over and I could be in my complete chill mode, I could be watching a show, a movie, a game, and she may want to engage in sex. And I'm like, you know what? I'm actually kind of cool, but hey, have at it. <laughs> or um maybe afterwards or something like that and it's not to say i'm not attracted to you at um ever it's just like at this moment i'm actually okay you know but sometimes someone else's sex drive might be a little higher than yours and what do you do in moments like that and i think all those things contributed to why i asked google that question so um i got a surprising response when i was looking at some of the results And I saw this article about maintenance sex. It's from this article or this publication called Brides from a publicist by the name of Gigi Engel. I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Not a paid advertisement, just um, showing love and, you know, sharing the knowledge that I got from it. So I'll talk a little bit about like some highlights from um, the article, uh, some takeaways. and this is verbatim, as the article mentioned. A couple of things that really stood out to me were when we say maintenance sex, we mean having sex just to have it. <laughs> Even if you don't feel like doing it, it means keeping the sex up to ensure both people in a relationship are sexually satisfied. A lot of times I feel like people, even when you're not in a relationship, have maintenance sex. Like 
you could be having sex with somebody you really not that romantically attracted to, don't have strong feelings for. It's just like maybe you feel like you need to bust a nut or maybe it's been a while or maybe it's something new and you feel the need, that thrill, that rush to just do it. And after you're done, you could be good with not having sex with that person ever again. And it was, or, you know, um, you could have sex with that person again, but you would be content if it never led to a monogamous relationship or marriage. So I think a lot of times um, in this hypersexual culture that we have, that we live in, especially here in America, that people have maintenance sex all the time just to make sure everything's still working or, you know, it's been a little while, let me get one off or whatever the case may be. But I think it's even more important as this article um, indicates in a relationship because it, you know, ensures both people are satisfied, whether you had a long work day or, um, you know, uh, it could be anything, <laughs> you know, um, it, maybe it's been a while or a few days or something like that. You say, you know what? I know our schedules have been crazy, but we haven't had sex in a couple of days. So maybe we should just do it right now. The kids aren't here or the kids are asleep or there are no kids in the house, but it's just us like what's holding us back. Maintenance sex shouldn't be the only kind of sex you're having, but it should absolutely be on the menu. And I like what um, the article mentioned about that because, as I was mentioning before, there's toxic ways to have sexual relationships with people in those encounters. Um, and if that's the only time you have it, it's like, oh, okay, you keep asking for it. Okay, like, um, things like that. That's not okay. <laughs> that's not Okay. <laughs> But, um, you know, a little quickie, that should be on the menu. Like, hey, I don't really have a lot of time or I don't really feel the sexiest or the most handsome. But, shit, if you down, I'm down, you know. So, um, I like that. It keeps people engaged and interacted and desired by one another. Um, it also goes on to say, it's rare for two people to have matching sex drives. Make up for the difference um, by having compromises and compromises need to be made. The partner with the higher libido must have realistic expectations, while a partner with the lower libido needs to do the same. This is where maintenance sex comes into play. So I've been in relationships where the woman's libido was higher than mine, and I've been in relationships where mine was higher than hers. And I think that's just natural, where you know compromises need to be made uh, to make sure both people are happy. Because in the context of a monogamous relationship, if you don't get it where you know, home is, more often than not, you're going to get it somewhere else. And this is coming from a, from a person who has experienced cheating. I'm not proud of it, but I'm just speaking from the heart. And, you know, on the at the end of it, you don't feel good about it, especially with your partner. But, like, in the moment, oh, man, that rush, it feels great. Like, yo, I needed this. And I don't know, for those out there that might watch the show uh, BMF, um, there's a scene, um, there's a, 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 a mini storyline between the parents of these two um, drug dealers. Uh, they're very religious, so, you know, just thinking about that, imagining that, you know, their mindset when it goes into sex is a little different than the average person or the average couple. And so they're at a really weird place where the... The father or the husband wanted to have sex with the wife. She wasn't giving it up to him for her reasons. Now, the wife wants to give it up to her husband, and he had his reasons. And so it hasn't been until this most recent episode where they finally had sex. But the kicker is the husband cheated on the wife. 
<laughs> and he hit a little side piece the same night he made love to his wife. So that just goes to show that sometimes if you go extended periods of time without making love to your person, they're going to end up being tempted and find it from somewhere else. Um, not to say that the the you know the other thing won't happen where even if you are giving it up, that the person won't have desires. This has more to do with the person than you, but you can only control what you can control. So maintenance sex has a lot to do with that, I, I think. Um, we're fed this idea that we should only have sex when we're in the mood. That's how unfulfilled sexless marriages happen. I agree with that 100%. But now I'm going to say about 90%. There are times where I'm like, look, I'm just... I'm cool right now. I'm not even horny. Like, I'm good just chilling. Like, we can cuddle. We can kiss a little bit, you know, and then maybe that will, like, rev my engine up. But I don't need you kissing all on my neck and giving me head. I just want to chill for a second. I think there's times like that. And it takes communication and reading the room and reading someone's energy to know when it's time to, you know, go in and time to pull back. I also, like, it's also important to recognize, like, one of the four agreements, which is don't take anything personal. When you don't take things personal, like your feelings are probably going to get hurt a lot less. And you learn, you know, to be a little bit more detached in a healthy way. You shouldn't be so detached to the point where you're emotionless, but you should have a, a healthy dose of it, detachment. Uh, there is a, a healthy dose of detachment, I would say, put it like that. And that goes in all elements and relationships of our life, romantic, um, work. You know, uh, my partner has a saying, she's like, I just work here. And sometimes it's like, you could be so invested in work, certain stuff piss you off. And you know, like, at the end of the day, I really have no control over this. And so for me to get all upset and in my feelings, I could just fall back and be like, you know what? Like, I just work here, man. I'm done at four or five or six, what time you get off of work? And I'm off on the weekend. So whatever. <laughs> Sex is like going to the gym. You don't want to do it before, but once you suck it up and hit the elliptical, you feel amazing afterward. And I, and I love that quote from the article. And um, even though I think sex a lot of times is a little bit more easier than going to the gym and working out, I definitely understand the feeling how sometimes it can feel a little forced or like a chore. Um, but like once you get done doing it in most healthy relationships, sexual relationships, you're like, damn, that was good. Or, I'm glad that I gave you this feeling of relief or I'm glad I made you come and, you know, orgasm. Like that's what compersion is, you know, being happy with your partner's happiness, whatever it is that makes them happy. Not necessarily always being the source of that happiness. Mm. Excuse me, just had to take a quick sip. Always take an opportunity to work on sex into your schedule or, or work sex into your schedule. The more you have it, the happier you'll be because sex brings it, sex breeds intimacy. Orgasms release oxytocin, that feel good bonding hormone in your body and helps you feel closer to your partner. It is the most intimate physical act you and your partner can experience. Without it, it's easy to lose sight of your connection. And I agree with that as well. That's a term that I, I love having with my partners is like, man, I, I just feel that connection. Like there's nothing like penetrating your partner and your person and them receiving you. Like that type of connection is just like, 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 like the article said, there's nothing like it. And it's more fulfilling when you do it with somebody that you have like an emotional connection with. 
Um, especially like when you're unprotected and you come inside them and they come on with you. Like it's it's a very euphoric feeling. And the more of that you have, like the more connected that you are with that person. There's times where a, a person might finish my sentence. And I'm like, man, I was going to say that. Or, was, or, or someone says, you know, I knew you was going to say that. And you just laugh. It's so funny because, like, they're so right and so exact. How do you think that happens? Through sex a lot of times. Or sometimes, if, even if sex isn't part of your equation yet, like, sometimes it's just spending time with somebody, having those unfiltered conversations. And when you have that telekinetic relationship with somebody, like, that's almost just as good as sex. I believe they call that... Um, What's that word when you're mentally attracted to somebody? Um, oh man, the word the name escapes me right now. But uh, but yeah, when you have that mental connection, uh, I think it's sapiosexual. I think that's what it is. Um, and so yeah, when you have that type of telekinetic relationship with somebody, When you find that intelligence sexually attractive, that's what it's called, sapiosexual. A person who finds intelligence sexually attractive or arousing. And, you know, that's an attractive trait when somebody, you, you're sexually attracted to somebody mentally. Or you're mentally attracted to somebody and that turns you on. Like, it could be somebody's voice. It could be the way someone articulates themselves. All of that, it, you know, for me is a turn on. So that can lead to sex and romance in so many different ways. But that's pretty much uh, the topic of this episode. That concludes this episode. This is one of the shorter ones. I haven't done a short one in a minute. but uh, And I'm glad I was able to do this. But um, yeah, man, maintenance sex. Have more of it if you can in the most healthy way. And I wish that anybody that's listening to this has a very fulfilling romantic and sex life uh, tonight, today, tomorrow, and the immediate and distant future ahead so shout out to everybody that was able to listen i'm so grateful for everybody that has an opportunity all over the world that listens to this podcast and this episode this is my way of like audio therapy how i share my thoughts when i would just normally audio journal it or write it down um now i have the opportunity to kind of share with the world and get feedback so um feel free to like comment on Instagram or Twitter at THC Podcast underscore NFT and interact with the page on Spotify by answering the poll question and the podcast question of the episode as well. That's it for tonight. Peace.